Well, Penny, thank you so much for the time, you know, uh, coming back on the show. You know, how are you feeling? Yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. You know, I'm feeling exactly how you should feel uh, leading up to a fight. Uh, my last week of hard training, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's pretty rough right now, but I'm trying to get through it. So. Your last fight, it was two weeks notice. This fight, mm-hmm. you have a full camp. So spirits must be much better, you know, even though you are going through a pretty brutal camp. Uh, yeah. So when I got called up to fight Julia in Vegas, basically it was one week because that other week went through uh, yeah. just, you know, cutting weight and get a visa. And people just don't think that is a short distance, like uh, like there's a long distance between the cities in Sweden. But I have almost seven hours to Stockholm because uh, I live in the south. Uh, so I had to like drive by myself, you know, doing like weight cuts and shit to Stockholm to get a visa that may not be approved. Uh, so basically I had one week to train, like fully train really hard. And then the other week was just like, I'm training just, you know, to keep in shape. Um, and luckily I was already in good shape coming into that fight. So, but you know, it was kind of a 50, 50 chance, you know, either I win or, you know, you don't, you don't have that much stuff, you know, you don't have time to do game planning and shit. You just go in there. That's it. Uh, and for this fight, yeah, I'm. I'm excited to have a fight camp, but it's still, you know, you never know here either, you know. You can have a full fight camp, but you can still look like shit, or you can have a really short camp and look good, and it could be the other way around as well. So it's all depending on that night. Before we get more into the fighting, I, I noticed that you've been doing some commentating work. You know, tell yeah, me about that. So... It it was pretty funny because so um, I just got let go from the UFC mm-hmm. two days after my finale fight. Uh, I was yeah, I was pretty bummed, <laughs> I was pretty sad for a while, uh, and then I decided that I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight again here in Sweden, and if I love it as much. I will continue fighting because I was I was debating on not fighting anymore, uh, and you know I still loved it, you know. So and I was enjoying the whole process of being in a camp and everything. So after that, I heard that they're coming to Sweden, and of course I was pretty bummed that I wasn't on the Sweden card because I thought I got to win now, uh, but no, I'm not. And then I got a call to actually commentate. Uh, for UC Sweden, just because I think, just because uh, uh, the the girl fight was uh, the two girls that I already fought against, Tanya and Lena, and and I was still pretty pissed. I was like, I don't want to fucking commentate. I wanna, I wanna fight. <laughs> um, but then I was like, you know what? I don't mind getting a bit spotlight because I think I deserve it. So I. I headed over there, and that was actually a start of a good journey because I've been working for them uh, again uh, for UFC Copenhagen and for just like the shows for Cage Warriors and commentating one I see and stuff. So it was the beginning of something good anyway. 
Yeah, it's great to see that, you know, you're getting more FaceTime and, you know, getting a lot uh, extra work on the side with the UFC and other promotions. How is it sitting down yeah. and uh, watching all these other promotions and the fighters in, in other countries? Are you normally a person that watches fights or is this like something that has broadened your view of the fight world? No, I watch fights. I don't only watch UFC. I I mean, I come from background. I've fought in Invicta and Cage Warriors and all those shows. So I love watching Cage Warriors. I think they're super professional. And, you know, it was Invicta and Cage Warriors was one of the best shows I ever fought for uh, before UFC, of course. Um, so I watch all those small shows that are not really that small, but, you know, uh, the European shows. Uh, I like watching those. And, you know, of course, like Asian promotions as well. So. It's pretty cool. But yeah, watching and, you know, commentating, it's um, it's pretty cool being an expert commentator because um, you get to do a bit of coach work because when you commentate, you're like, oh, you should do this, you should do that, you know. So you don't really need to study anything. It's just that you're just commentating shit that's going on. So it's pretty cool. Do you have to kind of hold yourself back from cursing sometimes, you know, because you have to watch yourself, right? <laughs> uh, especially when you do like um, uh, the commenting for the for the UFC, of course. Yeah. Um, I have to like behave. Yeah. <laughs> I have to sit up straight and and everything. So that's the hardest part. Um, and my first time, it was it was really weird because they told me uh, it was an old fighting buddy that uh, was commenting with me, uh, an old mm. UC fighter as well. He was like, don't curse. The first thing you don't do, you don't curse. And the first sentence I said, I cursed. And I was like, <laughs> 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 uh, and you know, it's live. Yeah. So it's no redos and everything, but you know, they really help you out when you have the mics mm -hmm. on. It's not just to look cool. They actually say stuff to you that you can use. <laughs> but the second time we actually got a lot of good response uh, from, from UC and everything uh, um, for commentating. Because mm -hmm. um, we were working with the Norwegian team and the Danish team uh, doing it. So it was good. It was pretty cool. Well, let's get into your fight. You know, it's a four-month yeah. turnaround. It's pretty quick. Did it give you any time to focus on any aspect of your game coming out of that Julia Avila fight? Yeah, definitely. You know, mm. a lot of people thought I was going to be in a Copenhagen card because, you know, I'm fighting out of Copenhagen. Um, but I actually, I wanted to fight, but I still didn't because I really want time to get better, especially coming off a loss. I know that, you know, people are like, yeah, you jumped in short notice, who cares? But, you know, still, it's still a loss, and I don't want that. Um, and I don't want to lose back-to-back. -back. I don't do that. I don't want to do that again. Uh, definitely don't want to do that in the biggest stage that I'm in right now. So I wanted to give myself time and come back to my strength and conditioning and really come into the shape that I am. I'm always in shape, but I want to look. I want to look exceptional in this fight. And this fight is really close to my heart. You know, it's, it's a rematch and I don't, I don't even think about, you know, that I already beat her for me. That's not existing. You know, for me, it's only this fight and it's only this win. And, you know, uh, I, I eat, sleep and breathe this fight. And, you know, I think about her every day. I do not to sound creepy or anything, but you know, fighting wise, and so it's really important for me to was important for me to take that 
uh, that little time, just those months, was really important for me to get back to my, uh, you know, my schedule and everything and feel that I've done everything that I can. You know, I've done everything. I've, you know, I've suffered so much in this camp, but I know it's all worth it. Have you always had that attitude? It's like fight by fight or is this something new to you? Like focusing on just fight? Because, you know, a lot of fighters, they kind of look ahead. You know what I mean? Like they look like, mm-hmm. okay, next year I'm going to be here. Do you? Did you always yeah. do that? Yeah, I, I, I can't look ahead. You never mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. You know, uh, uh, like imagine having like, uh, okay, so when I suffered my first loss uh, against Tony Avenger, imagine looking past her, wow, no, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to do that. Imagine like uh, me coming back from my comeback uh, and I was going to fight Raquel Paoli. I couldn't look past that either. I just... Um, you can't do that, uh, and and I think that's really stupid doing that. To think that okay, so after this, I want to do this, and like yeah, well, first of all, like if my opponent would would think like that, I would actually be happy because she doesn't know what's gonna happen. You know, she doesn't know what I'm gonna do to her, and if she wanted to think about the next fight, go ahead, no problem. But I'm not. I'm taking her really seriously, and I'm expecting the best ever Jesse to come into that fight. So. When you look at Jesse, you know, she's been out for 17 months now. Do you go back and look at her previous fights or do you feel like those fights are irrelevant? Like it doesn't matter. Like the only fight that is relevant is her last fight. That's it. Mm. You know, I don't even look at our fight. I, I don't because that's not relevant anymore. I'm better. She's better. I'm much better. Uh, so I don't I don't really think about that. I just I looked at her last fight, but. I did that once, but that's it, you know? And, um, yeah, she's coming off an injury, but I don't think it's, you know, it's that, it's not, it's not that long of a time, uh, that long time, you know, how many months is it 18 months or is it yeah, 17 how long months, is it? Like 17 months. Yeah. I've been out exactly the same before and I didn't feel that, you know, it was, Oh wow. This is such a long time that she's rusty or anything, but I'm expecting her to be a hundred percent better. You know, that's what I'm expecting. Uh, I don't want any surprises. I don't want to be surprised coming in there and like, oh, shit, I didn't expect this. I'm not doing that. So I I don't see it as an advantage for me. Uh, I'm just trying to see everything. You know, I'm, um, I'm not trying. I'm not underestimating anybody. I'm, I'm, I've never done that either. So I'm not really comfortable with that feeling. So when you expect the best version of the your opponent and you go in there and you dominate your opponent does the does the victory seem so much sweeter that you know that you know you got the best out of them yeah and you still of beat course them? yeah of course because you know my training partners are preparing me for war and if i'm gonna get beat up anywhere i'm getting beat up in training that's it because you know i have i have a saying i want to fight as much as possible Want to make a lot of fucking money without taking that much damage. That's it. You know, you want to do what you love, but I don't want to look like shit every time. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just because you're a fighter doesn't mean that you have to take a lot of damage. If I can avoid damage, of course, you know, it's hit and not get hit. I'm, I'm trying to. Sometimes you have to go into battle sometimes. But if she wants a battle, I'm here for it. So when you visualize it, what do you see? 
I see her being, you know, being aggressive. Uh, I, I see Jesse as a really well-rounded fighter. I don't see her as one-dimensional. I see her being good everywhere. And that's why it's so important for me to be really good everywhere. And I'm wherever I see it going, I see myself one step ahead. One step ahead, all, all time. I don't see myself being like so dominant. I don't, you know, that it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm seeing it as an even battle, but I have, I have, I'm always one step ahead. That's why how I'm seeing it, and I'm seeing like three rounds in front of me, because um, it's really hard to speculate. Oh, I'm gonna get this knockout. I'm gonna get this sub. That's not, you know, that's not realistic. You have to think that it's three rounds and. You, you know, and it's even, but I have the upper hand. I have the upper hand because I'm so well aware of, you know, all the scenarios she can put in front of me. It could be different. She's really unexpected. Uh, she's really, like, unexpected, and she does really, mm. um, you know, you don't see that stuff that she's doing. Like, it, it was exciting when I fought the first time. You know, she, she attacks from everywhere, and I have to be ready for that. I want to get your, you know, thoughts on another fight, which is yeah. coming up in December, UFC 245, Amanda Nunez versus GDR, you know, for the Bantamweight yeah. title. Wow. Do you see GDR, because she's such a phenomenal striker, technician, being able to go in there and catch Amanda and finish her? Uh, I think uh, people are looking past uh, Jermaine. I think she's, I mean, I love Amanda. She's one of my favorite fighters. But uh, Jermaine is, she's a monster. And ever since, I mean, her last loss was against Amanda. And she actually took a year off just working on ground game and stuff, which I've heard, you know. And she came back looking so much better. And I think her striking, I mean, there's a reason why she's 47-0 and 0 in K1 and Thai. There's just no coincidence that she is that way. You know, she is ranked one of the best kickboxers in the world. Uh, so, oh, I'm, I'm actually getting chills just talking about it, about that fight. <laughs> I think that fight is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think she is a huge threat to Amanda Nunes. Mm -hmm. Even, I think 100% she's a bigger threat than Holly Holm was. Mm -hmm. um, I just think that people really wanted Holly to win. You know what I mean? They just really yeah. wanted her to win. Just, she looks like, you know, a cute chap or something like that. Uh, but I love this fight. And uh, I think people have been really harsh since, uh, I guess, Jermaine ever since the Holly fight. You know, they kind of blame her for uh, for the ref not doing his job. Mm -hmm. And then for the ref again, you know, against Aspen Ladd, which I, I don't even think that was an early stoppage, but whatever. But she gets so much hate. <laughs> and yeah, it's unbelievable. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that fight. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even mm. going to say. So. <laughs> well, Jermaine, she gets her chance in this fight to quiet everybody with, yeah. the, with the phenomenal performance. So I'm looking forward to this, too. I think that people are underestimating GDR. I think that she has a huge chance of upsetting Amanda. Um, I'm looking yeah. forward. One last thing before I let you go, you know, yeah. right now, you know, you've had many fights throughout your career. There's many different types of competitors in mixed martial arts, do you consider yourself at this moment in your career more of a martial artist or a prize fighter? What's a prize fighter? Just explain it to me, just like briefly. A prize just... fighter is someone who <laughs> fights for money. That's their oh, no. I'm not there main yet. <laughs> objective. <laughs> I'm not... 
Okay, I'm not there yet. I'm not making that much money yet at all. <laughs> you know, uh, you probably know the first contract you yeah. get, it's not, you know, it's not, wow, it's not that much money. So I would say I'm a mixed martial artist. <laughs> like, honestly, if, if somehow the UC would come and say, shit, we bankrupt. We don't have any money to pay you guys. Fuck it, I'm gonna fight anyway. I would do that, hundred percent. That doesn't mean that they can take away my salary. <laughs> I'm just saying that. But yeah, that makes me a martial artist, hundred percent. All right. Well, November 9th, UFC on ESPN Plus twenty one. It's gonna yeah. be a big fight in Moscow. I'm looking forward to this. This is a great matchup, great matchmaking. Thank you, Penny, for the time and uh, good luck on so the much. fight and enjoy Thanks. the holidays. I will. Thank you. Bye.